an inside look at the restaurant industry and entrepreneurial insight to help you succeed. It's the Paper Trails Podcast with Albemarle Paper Supply. What's going on, guys? We are back with uh, the Paper Trails Podcast. My name is Nick Halligar-Mitros, as you guys know, and we are at episode 11, right? We got back-to-back weeks for you. I know I told you guys last week um, with uh, the Bizante Pizza Company and Steve and Jim and some of my clients there, you know, we had a little bit of a lull and a little break, but we're back, we're back at it. Super uh, pumped to bring you guys more content and uh, introduce you guys to a lot of the restaurateurs um, in the Charlotte and surrounding areas. As you guys know, um, you know, we service, you know, a couple of hundred miles of uh, our warehouse in Albemarle, North Carolina. And this podcast is uh, directed towards, you know, the, the food industry and entrepreneurs in general. Um, and I have my really good friend, Dimitri Maharis here. Um, him and his brother uh, operate and are owners for several different restaurants here in Charlotte. Right now we're at uh, Caswell Station. Um, and is this Elizabeth area? Elizabeth, uh-huh. This is the Elizabeth area. Uh, of Charlotte, and so you know, I'm getting to know my my Charlotte areas a little better. But uh, we're super pumped to, to have him on. He's going to chat with us a little bit about, you know, uh, his business and how they started, and how him and his brother, you know, and uh, you know they they were able to expand business. And I think I've known these guys. I think I met maybe John, your brother, many years ago over in seven, Concord. Eight now, at least, seven eight years yeah. now. Um, you know, at their at their first location up in Concord. Um, and then they've moved on and, and had several you know businesses since then. And so, um, Dimitri, if you want to introduce yourself, you know, kind of officially, and maybe we'll just start from there. Yeah, um, <coughs> my name is Dimitri Maharis. Um, I'm a restaurateur. We have several restaurants in this area. I think we have gone in the past ten years. We have bought and sold. I want to say two to three restaurants, and uh, we have currently we have uh, this one. Graham Street Pub and uh, John and I are invested in a couple other ones as well, but these are the ones that we're mostly hands-on with and uh, you know operational-wise with and everything. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, you know, Dimitri, let's let's take it back. You know, how did you guys how did you guys get into the business? You know, I, I know a little of your story because you know we're both Greek and have kind of that you know <laughs> right. f- family restaurant background. You know, we we, we kind of grew up in the business, and so tell us. You know about the family business. You know you guys growing yeah. up in it. You know how, how did that how did that pan out? So uh, you know my my father actually owned a Mexican restaurant with his three brothers called Hermanos. Um, pretty ironic, three Greek guys owning a Mexican restaurant, but uh, they did it. And um, you know I bust tables in there. I you know I I was in the kitchen. You know I mean mind you I was eight years old at this time. Um, my father sold that <clears throat> restaurant. Then uh, he bought a deli by himself, um, actually right around the corner from here on Elizabeth called Leo's Deli. Um, John and him worked hand in hand there mostly. Um, I, I actually went to school, to college in Florida, and then I kind of learned the bar business side of uh, the restaurant. I went to school for um, criminal justice, but I, I always knew I was going to somehow end up back in this rest- in, in the restaurant business. Um, and I, I learned the bar. I bartended. I was a bar manager. I bar backed. I've, I've basically done pretty much anything there is to, to know about this business. Um, and that's what I tell people. I'm not scared to get my hands dirty. So I enjoy it. I really do. I really enjoy it. And so and how, did, how did Florida lead back to, uh, to Charlotte? How did, uh, you know, did you, 
Did you have aspirations to start, so, start a business with your brother? I mean, you know, because John was up here, right? Right, right. So my idea was to actually stay in Florida. So when I graduated, <laughs> I lived in Fort Lauderdale. Um, nice I was gonna actually, Yeah, real nice. Yeah, I was going to actually open up a business with a friend of mine that I went to school with. Unfortunately, it didn't pan out. Um, I did have another opportunity to do something similar to what we're doing here with another friend of mine. I just, I, I felt like it was time to come home and I felt like the the business aspiration was more so in Charlotte rather than in Fort Lauderdale. It was just very difficult to get commitments from uh, from certain people, you know, whether they were friends or business partners or whatnot. So I decided to come back um, and, you know, work for a couple years. And then John and I kind of, Met, met some other people. We all became business partners together, and they say the rest is history. You know? What what year is that that you came back? I came back 2012. I want to say, yeah, no, either 2012 or 2011. Um, okay. So, yeah, well, let's see, it's 2.2. Yeah, about I think 2011 is when I came so, back in November of 2011, and then I started working in. Um, and a couple of bars and restaurants. I worked for my uncle at the Greek Isles. Um, you know, I, I learned a lot from from those guys, and you know, just just it was more fine dining. So the small things is what I learned very well. And you know, all my experience, I've learned something from a lot of different people, um, including my father, obviously, family, friends. You know, so it just kind of all goes back to that. So. so you come back 2011. John's in Concord. John is in Concord at that time managing the restaurant that we actually ended up buying together as a group. <clears throat> okay, um, so so he comes back, he's managing a restaurant. You guys end up, after a certain time, buying that restaurant. Right. Right? Right, right. And so uh, it, uh, that's the beginning? That's the beginning. That is the beginning, yeah. So we bought, that was the first restaurant. Okay. And then um, we bought another restaurant with the same group in uh, Indian Trail. Okay. How, how long? of a period was that between that was maybe a year okay maybe a year um then we had that and then we opened up uh was that well, now now do you mean was that a good opportunity was that you guys were ready you had enough people you had enough i mean how how did yeah, it, we you, felt we felt that all the pieces of the uh, <clears throat> excuse me pieces of the puzzle all kind of fell into place um and it was a great opportunity for us um john and one of the other business partners uh knew the clientele there and they felt like we would be very successful so we all kind of took it on ourselves and decided to do it um and it was it was it was very successful nice. great clientele we enjoyed it there um we, we sold that restaurant we actually sold both of those restaurants um no particular reason i mean financially we did very well but they were just a little further than we had kind of wanted sure. to go and sure. stuff like that um so it was just it was just difficult kind of because our, our whole mentality is to be hands-on owners, to make sure that our presence is felt, yep. because we feel like it, it makes it a little easier to, <clears throat> to maintain it. If someone there has you know, a stake in the business, you know, it just makes it a little bit easier. People are like, oh, you know, it, it, and then we enjoy doing it. 100%. So, you know, it, it just helps, it helps overall. I mean, no, it's, uh, it's uh, interesting you say that, Dimitri, last night, I was having dinner with uh, my, uh, my parents and uh, my dad said the same exact thing. I mean, he yeah. had just left the restaurants. You know, it was like eight o'clock, and, and we grabbed just a very quick dinner. And we just said, like, you know, my dad said, if you're an absent owner, the the like the chances of you having a long term successful yeah. it, it, just in restaurants. I know that for right, sure. Right. You know, I don't want to speak in, in any other industry, but um, 
it's just different. It's just different when you're there, hands on. You're 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 touching. You know, uh, you know all all the tables and following up with customers, making sure right. everything's going correctly. Um, it's just a different thing. And so, you know, you guys wanted to be a little bit closer to home base. Right, right. You wanted to be there. You didn't want to be absent. Right. And so you had a couple of different locations that were a little bit not in the area that you wanted. Um, but here's a good point, though, right? Maybe, you know, if, if somebody's listening and, you know, wants to eventually be uh, uh, in sales or an executive or anything, you may have to start in a different position right. to get there. Like, Absolutely. you know what I mean? You guys started... In Concord, which is not too far, but it's you know twenty miles, maybe twenty five yeah. miles north of Charlotte. Right, right. Um, so commuting there back and forth takes some time, but you're willing to do it. You first started as managers. Right. You didn't even own the business. Right. Opportunity arose. You guys bought it. You built it up. I know that's where I met your brother John. I was just just doing my thing. I, Concord was my territory at the time. I was knocking on doors. I met John. We had a relationship. We started our, our friendship there. Um, obviously you moved into the Indian Trail Matthews area. That's an up and coming area. You right. guys, I think you guys did really well there. I yeah, mean, yeah, you, you, you built that business yeah, up, yeah. um, we did quite a, a bit. There. Yeah, that was, a. It, it was kind of a, at the time it was kind of a failing restaurant. And when we took it over, we were able to kind of revamp it and, and make it what it was, you sure. know, and, and what it is today. I'm, I'm pretty sure they still do pretty fairly well. And, yep. you know, so everybody kind of worked out and then we, we moved into more centralized areas that we like um obviously this location and graham street you know a little more construction was put into those places because they were this was restaurant ready but we wanted to change the vibe a little bit here um and and you know we did an excellent job i feel like uh we do fairly well here <coughs> same thing with graham street graham street was uh the first project we did um that was from the ground up uh, very difficult process. I, I'm not gonna lie. I probably would never do another restaurant from the ground up. Just, just hard to deal with the construction aspect. This, you know, it just a lot of, time, lot of hoops, a lot of hoops to jump. Um, so, you know, but overall, the the restaurants are, are doing great. So, you know, yeah. even during all this COVID thing, now that we're open, everything's been going good. Knock on wood, you know. And now, now, question to take it back to your uh, Indian Trail location. What do, what do you think you guys did right that helped revamp that business and bring it to the sales that it was that you were able to have a good exit? And, you know, what, right. what, what, what are three, five, seven, two things that you think that, you know, if, if there's a failing restaurant or a business that's just not, you know, producing, right. what can somebody do that can I'm, immediately, you know? I mean, honestly, if you know this business and, and you're a hands-on owner, it makes a world of difference, especially for a restaurant that's failing because you get to interact with customers that may or may not have ever come back. Um, and then they get to meet you and they see the change. They realize the changes happen. They realize, oh, wow, this is this one. This is one of the owners here. You know, he's he's touching tables. He's working. You know, that that sense of mentality changes from an absentee owner to an owner to a hands on owner. And people notice that. And, and that's. Honestly, that's that's what I, I feel was the, the biggest change. You know, we had we had um, a chef that was invested with us. You know, obviously myself, two investors that were invested with us. Our other two partners helped with the financials and the marketing. So overall, we had a good good group, and overall, we all kind of did what we were, we were we we told each other we were going to do. And yeah, that's what if it all fills in and all the pieces fall together you're, you're you'll be successful so that's a good point i mean if you if you really think about it at the end of the day 
it does start at the top. It, it starts with leadership. It starts with ownership. I mean, if you want to have a successful, um, you name it, from marriage to business to right. it starts anything. Right? anything. It, it starts with the leadership. You know, right. um, what is the, the John Maxwell saying? Everything rises and falls on leadership. Right. You know, and so, you know, I think just having ownership in the building. Right. And so, you know, if there's a an issue, a complaint, a, right. a, anything that needs to get solved, hey, the, you know, the owner's He's right, right there. He's right here. He can help you he, out. Exactly. Yeah. You know, let me grab him real yeah. fast and, you know, and, you know, and we'll take care of the issue. Yeah. And so. And, and people take that and, you know, people take that, whole, you know, very heartedly. They're like, oh, wow, the, the actual owner, you know, like you'd be surprised how many times we actually get like a customer and be like, oh, wow, I haven't seen an owner in, in an establishment. And a lot of the owner, the owner restaurant, the owner operator restaurants, I mean, there are a lot of Greek people that feel the same way. I mean, sure. and that's kind of like the mentality that I've had from my father and, you know, my, my relatives and things like that. They were always there. And it, and it makes a difference between like going to a franchise where, you know, you may go in there and not know anybody. But if you come here, you know that I may I, I might you might run into me. You might sure. see me and, and sure. people think in their head, well, why am I going to go over here when I can go see Dimitri over at Caswell? You yeah. know, and. And it, it it's like it plays a trick on their mind. So they they'd rather come here and say hello to me than go somewhere else, kind of. Yeah, thing. I mean, listen, I mean, I, I think we can all agree. You do business with friends. You do business right. with people that you know. You right. do business with people that you like. And so, whether you're on my end, where you're a vendor, you know, and you have clients, or whether you're a restaurant and you're talking to an end consumer, people like to do business with people that that, that they know and appreciate. They right. know that they appreciate them back, and so. Um, so I like that. So, you know, I mean, obviously it starts with leadership and then everything follows suit, service, quality of food, you know, cleanliness. I mean, right. everything follows suit, right. but it starts kind of at the top. And mm -hmm. so I like that. Okay. So you guys moved from Indian Trail and then is Caswell the first restaurant? Caswell's was the first and then uh, Gramsci was getting built while Caswell's was, was getting open. So. Okay. Now, now, what was what was here? What was Caswell before so this, you guys? This was uh, Kennedy's. It was an Irish pub. Okay. It actually, in its heyday, did... It did excellent. Um, I think in, the, in about the 90s, it was like, it, it was doing awesome. I mean, okay. Got voted best patio in Charlotte, this, that, and the other. Um, I believe the the gentleman that was operating the restaurant was kind of ready to give it up. He sure. was kind of, you know, he was tired. He had, yep. I think he had some underlying health issues and stuff like that. And he put it up for sale and we loved the location. We knew it needed some, some love and some some hands-on love and yep, yep. that's what we gave it and you know from the cuisine to the drinks to the service you know everything kind of fell in place and you know it's, it's been doing really good ever since um th this dynamic is a little bit different from Graham street Graham street i can you know we do focus on the cuisine as well but Graham street is more of like a bar it's in between the two stadiums um people like to go there and, and drink you yeah know? I mean, people go in there and eat as well but the cuisine, people more so dine in in this restaurant over sure. there. It's more on, on the drinking side. Different styles. And yeah. so, you know, so Caswell, if you guys have not been here, absolutely fantastic location. You know, maybe Austin put up some pictures, you know, show everybody the patio, the bar. I mean, they've done a, a, a awesome job, even from first time I came in here and you guys started remodeling. Uh, beautiful restaurant, amazing food. I've dined here many, many times. And then, uh, and then you guys obviously started Graham Street Pub and Patio. And, you know, as Dimitri said, if you guys aren't familiar with Charlotte or Graham Street, it's literally 
right in between right. the Knight Stadium, the, the baseball stadium, mm -hmm. and the Panther Stadium. You could literally be on the rooftop patio of Graham Street, and you can see very well, take pictures. It's an absolutely tremendous. Now, was that a restaurant beforehand? What was that beforehand? No, that was actually a, uh, a camera shop, I think, in the 80s. Okay. A camera shop. So we, I mean, we gutted that whole place. So it was completely... Uh, it was completely from the ground up. Um, so it was had had no resemblance of of any um, of any restaurant hoods nothing. Nothing, not at all, not at all. So awesome. Well, sounds good. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think that that was a, a absolutely tremendous investment, right? I mean, yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, it was a little difficult. Yeah, it was, it was difficult to get it up and going, but uh, you know, a different type of project. But overall, you know, it's been doing really well. So. Absolutely, that's awesome. No man. complaints at all. So, so I, I guess maybe uh, any any future plans, anything else that the Maharis brothers and partners yeah. have uh, have in store? Anything that you can tell us, or not yet? We've, uh, you know, if an opportunity arises that that's something good, we'll uh, we'll definitely take a look at it. So. You're all over it. Yeah. So. It's been it's been a cool, uh, you know, it's been a really awesome. Um, chance to get to know both you, you know, and John and, and, and really establish a friendship. And, you know, it's been eight, nine years now, almost a decade yeah. that I, I mean, I've personally seen these transitions, right? I've seen you guys build up the restaurant, sell it, move on, get a new store, change concepts. I mean, it's, uh, it's been, it's been tremendous. Um, I guess maybe some last parting thoughts to me, tell us, man, I mean, if there's, you know, anybody that's aspiring to just make some changes. Maybe they're fresh out of college. Maybe they're not in college. Maybe they've been in their careers 10, 15 years, you know, whether they want to get in into the restaurant bar scene or not. Okay. What are some things that you've experienced the last eight years, you know, nine years since 2011, 2012, um, that maybe you can recommend to people that really want to, you know, make something of themselves, right. you know, where the next nine years for them. So, you know, let's call it 10, right? Let's say 2030, their life will be totally different right. because I can assume maybe your life is totally different the last 10 years. Right, 10 right. years ago, it's yeah. where it's now, right? <laughs> well, you know, always hold yourself accountable. Um, you know, set goals for yourself and, and try your best to achieve them. I mean, it, hard work always pays off in my book. I was always taught that as a, as a young kid and I truly believe that. And, you know, I've, I've worked hard everywhere I've done and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, mopping floors or you're the boss like just do 100 percent, do it all do it the best you can and people will notice it and and that, that's truly my, my my one thing my one piece of advice for especially younger younger generations work hard and it doesn't matter what you do just give it everything you have i guarantee you somebody will notice it and, and you'll 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 follow that stepping uh ladder yeah. as, as well as you can so. yeah i mean i mean listen there's no uh you know and this is all just my opinion there's no lack of opportunity. There, you will find opportunity or opportunity will find you, how, however you wanna see that. Um, if you just put forth the effort, if you put the work, if you make it happen, I mean, ownership will see it. Yeah. They'll put you in management. They'll give you some responsibilities. They'll give you some raises. They'll, you know what I mean? I mean, you do the right things. And you know, I, I think the one thing that's impressed me about you guys um, is your, you know, I don't wanna say a lack of a lack of a, um, ability to take a risk, but man, you guys, you'll, you'll go to the next spot. Yeah. You'll open a, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I, I know it's to make certain moves like that, Dimitri, it's not easy. Right. Well, we have a lot of confidence in, in kind of what we do. We've, uh, 
we've molded kind of a structure that we kind of hold ourselves by and um it seems to work you know i mean it, it hadn't failed us yet so sure. hopefully it never does you sure know? But, sure um, but you know that that's kind of what we, we we hold ourselves you know we'll take that leap if we think it's if it's the right thing to do and and that's what we've done in the past and we'll, we'll continue to do in the future that's awesome that's awesome well i hope you guys appreciate it you know obviously having dimitri maharis on uh, has been a blast getting to know him and his family and his father and his restaurants and how they started in a in a Mexican restaurant many, many, many years ago at eight years old, bussing tables and, and doing dishes to transitioning into Florida and, you know, learning the bar business. And, you know, I mean, isn't it so interesting how, you know, um, you can look at different opportunities, you know, 10, 12 years ago where you didn't go in business with some people in Charlotte but or down in Florida but then the you know just the right door open the right opportunity you know hindsight's twenty twenty and so you can always look back and say wow you know I'm I'm right. glad this panned <laughs> out at the time it may not look like it right I mean there may be obstacles there may be different situations things that may happen in your life that um, you don't get you right. don't understand you you don't know why you know you didn't get this promotion or this job or this company didn't see the value that you have but you know what I'm telling you you know stay 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 true north. You know, people will see, people will see, you know, your work ethic and your commitment and, um, and, you know, don't, don't be afraid to, you know, change some industries, change concepts, you know, take, take a little, take a calculated risk, right. you know, maybe, but, um, but anyway, if you guys have not checked out their stores, stop on by Caswell station, stop on by Graham street, um, you know, pub and patio, they have an absolutely phenomenal, uh, you know, uh, stores. And so, um, anyway, good to see you guys. We'll see y'all next week. We got some more episodes lined up for you guys. And so have an absolutely amazing uh, rest of your week. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. See you guys.